Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Well, Portland State came to play last weekend. Big win. Quarterback, uh, Vikings quarterback Dante Sachere, six touchdowns, five of them passing, 45-21. Portland State beat Northern Arizona. Uh, here to talk about it, Bruce Barnum, football coach, Portland State. I have so many questions for, for Bruce Barnum. Can you punch him up, Stephen? Bruce Barnum joining us now, and he's gone. There it is. I'm, I'm right oh, here. He's back. He's back. There you go. How are you doing? What the hell's going on? What, what was that? I don't know. That's what we do nice. after a big win. We bring nice. you on, pretend to hang up on you, but don't. Uh, That's all right. How, how did that feel? other people do that. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Uh, uh, fun to watch the team. The the guys, you know, they played hard. They all phases. We made mistakes. You know, we had to... Uh, you know, weather the storm. You play on the road. You you know your underdog back up. Weather that storm. Let them score, and then you know uh, we did it. Um, all phases. So it was fun. We boat raced them. Sasseray comes in. Fourteen of nineteen. Five touchdown passes. Uh, rushes twelve times for eighty-three yards and a touchdown. Six scores on the day for him. Did you anticipate it would be that kind of game for him? Um, I thought it could be. You know, um, playing there, it's. I think playing anywhere on the road's hard. They have a dome. I think it's kind of dark. You know, inside there, it's different. I think you can, you know, get swallowed up sometimes, momentum-wise, if you lose it. But uh, if we didn't do that, we took care of the football. I thought we could. We won the turnover battle by two. Um, that helps. You know, um, we tilted the field a little bit. Uh, we, we had the ball, kept them off the field. Able to run the ball on them. We want to be able to run the ball, run the win. We did that, so ready to go. I mean, it, that's a that's a big win for the Vikes. Big win. You guys, uh, you're as a head coach, you had not won at Northern Arizona, and then as an assistant coach, you had not won at at Northern Arizona either at Idaho State, Portland State. You'd never won a game there. Yeah, but don't, it, come on. It sounds like I play there. You're talking, you know, like I'm a, every other year. been there for 20 years. I've probably played five times in, in that okay. venue. Oh, for five. You know? Still, uh, one, you broke through. I'm not criticizing you. I'm one saying you're 1-0 oh this year. How about yes. that? Yes. That's all we're looking that? for, 1-0. Oh. The pass is the pass. How, how are you... Like it, you know, you you show up and you've played in games there before, but you, how do you prepare your guys for playing in that building? Given that it's dark in there, given that it's different surface, it's a different place. Well, I I went from experience because, <clears throat> excuse me, we tried you know different things prior to that, you know when we went there uh, and not come away with the dub. So I stayed at a hotel. We stayed at the year. We almost beat them. That's number one. Okay. Um, uh, I had grits, which never had grits there before. You know, <laughs> I didn't talk to the. Uh, I I didn't let. I I didn't say, hey, 
we're playing at elevation, you know, make sure we have oxygen, you know, make sure you see the place. Um, you know, it's a tough place to play. You know, it's all in a presentation. I said, oh, that team will travel, let's go boat race. These guys, you know, and, and it worked out. So we just treated it like another, another place, another Mike, opportunity. Yeah. Your defensive back, Michael Jackson, had an interception late that iced the game. He's one of my favorite people. Great kid, uh, and he's worked every summer at Camp Exceptional, so nice to see his name. But what does it give you when you got a guy like that back there in the secondary for you who can really play? Well, they, the entire back end is doing well, you know. Uh, we had a couple picks, and um, his was huge. You know, it was kind of a – it was kind of – at that point, it did ice the game. We went out and, you know, kneeled it out. And actually, right before that, they scored, so we were only up two scores – Oh, I don't know. There's time left on the clock, and they smashed our punter, so we got the ball back. At that point, it's when I kind of said, "All right, we won at the walk-up sky dome, uh, ready to go." But I, no, it was, it was great yeah. to see him do that. You had a fourth down and goal at the one-yard line, mm-hmm. where you you could have kicked a field goal. You already had a lead but you decide to go for it. Now, I'm going to ask you this because Dan Lanning had three fourth downs against Washington. He went over three on fourth down. It cost him the game. Do right. you do you make some of those fourth and goal decisions days before the game? Hey, if I get in that situation, here's what I'm doing. Or is it more of a feel on the game in the moment thing? Uh, I would say... Oh, you got to look at that one like, you know, 69-31 percentage against each other. You prepare for it, but momentum does matter, you know. We were up. I had a play, and I had a person. I was going to put the ball in his hands. I knew what we were – I, I, I kind of had everything pictured. I could have slammed the timeout because you can call timeouts any time now. I could have slammed the timeout if they weren't in what I thought they were going to be in. They were. We still – but, you know, Murphy's Law, we still had a guy go the wrong way. Um, so they had a guy come free. But the guy with the ball in his hands, you know, I knew that he would be able uh, to take care of mistakes. So, you know, uh, but again, hindsight 2020, if we don't get it there, you know, we lose the game. Everybody's like, oh, Barnum, you know, one fourth, one fourth down, could have kicked the field goal. What, what, what an idiot. But no, it worked out. Uh, but there's a lot of planning that goes into that, I think, more than emotion, John. Yeah, I, like Oregon's playing against Washington. Washington's got Michael Penix Jr. Early in the game, you know, right before half, Oregon goes for it on fourth and goal, doesn't get it. But I'm in the press box going, he knows he's got to get sevens because Penix is on the other side, uh, other sideline. How much does that kind of stuff play into your mindset when you are making decisions? A lot. Because uh, field goals don't field goals don't win games, they don't win championships. If you want to win, you have to score touchdowns. Um, I learned that when we were average, you know, because um, I think we're we have a decent team now. Um, no, field goals aren't going to cut it. You know, you get three, they get seven, then you like well, everybody else counts. I count on my fingers to see how many were down. That becomes a mess, you know. Then you so. Um, no, it comes into play. If you want to win championships, you have to score touchdowns. 
Bruce Barnum with us, Portland State football coach. Obviously, this week, a big opportunity for your fans to show up as you will have a home football game uh, on Saturday against Idaho State at Hillsborough Stadium. One o'clock kickoff. Tickets at GoVikes.com. What do you see on film when you look at Idaho State? Well, I'm actually looking at it right now. You can, I can push this button <laughs> that keeps it playing, and my computer won't turn off. So I'm looking at two screens. Um, offense and defense, they're playing well, you know. Um, they just upset number 22 in the country. They beat a ranked team. We haven't done that, so we're probably the underdog again, I'm sure. But um, they play hard. They uh, Their offense, um, they're chuck and duck. You know, they throw about 95% of the time. So, um, you know, prepare for that. We haven't really, th- we haven't seen a team like that. And people call it air raid or I don't know. There's all kinds of names for it. Uh, they throw the ball all the time. That's what I call it. So um, prepare for that. It's a little different, you know, uh, on the defensive side of the football. So um, uh, the quality football team, any con- in this conference, I don't. I don't care if you're the you're at the bottom of the bucket or you're number one. You better show up on Saturday, especially on the road. I I like being at home. You know, I hope people come out. You know, to watch this group. I, uh, I'm, uh, they're fun to watch. You know, so um, it, it's going to be a hell of a football game. You're undefeated at home this season. You get Idaho State, Eastern Washington in consecutive weeks. Both games are 1 p.m. kickoffs. Both can be seen on ESPN+. Plus. But, yeah, you need people to show up in Hillsboro. I don't want to bring you down here, but I think, you know, I, get, I keep getting asked about the stadium. I had a reader in Monday's mailbag ask me, how does Bruce Barnum do it? How does he recruit kids without having a home stadium on his campus or near his campus? What do you say to people when they say that? Well, not going to want to, first off, you know, don't say we're on the feet on the road. You don't want to mojo it. But we are. Or at home, I mean. Oh, I'm yeah. at home. Um, uh, not going to like I do that again. Um, <laughs> it's all in the presentation, you know. It's all yeah. in the presentation. Don't, yeah, I don't have a stadium, but I have other things, you know. I got a great staff. I got a great football team. You know, we have a venue. They see this this arena, the, our basketball arena and our weight room. I, I, I push for a lot of money in our weight room, you know. So it looks, I compare it to anybody in the conference. So sell what you have. Sell your people, you know. And uh, they're, they're, find your market, you know. The, uh, there's thousands of kids out there that want to play, you know, college football. Uh, you can't take them all. Uh, so they're out there. I mean, you have to search and that, but um, but my staff, kudos to my staff. They do a, a nice job. They they know all the electronic stuff. You know, I told you, we've talked that a little bit. They can track somebody in two minutes. You know, so it's a lot of work, but my staff does a nice job. Uh, you know, I noticed Oregon, Oregon State. They've got GPS trackers on the players. Do you guys have that? You know, <laughs> they have that now. How about that? I was out there today. True story. I'm out there today. There's my strength coach, and he's got the bag, right? He's got this bag, and he goes, oh, he's all worked up. And he's got a mustache like that guy that uh, used Feld. to be at Oregon. Yeah, Feld, Aaron Feld, yeah. Run up and down his side, and like he's the Phil Knight's son. But we have those. <laughs> 
And what happens is they come, they have these vests, and they put this little GPS thing in the back of them. Now, Oregon probably has them for everybody, right? They they, they probably have them for every team. Yeah. You know the AD, and I mean Phil's probably he wants to track everybody in that organization. But I don't have that. I think I have, I forget how many I bought. We do have them. Um, and again, it's all in the presentation because you know you, you get. Ten, you know, and then you got little Johnny over there. Why didn't Why didn't I get one? I said, Well, you know, you're not really playing right now. You know, we'll get you one. Um, but we do have them. They and they give a bunch of data on how long, the, how many miles they ran during the practice, how many times they ran really fast. You know, uh, so I look at it and. Act like I know what I'm looking at. Okay, we'll cut practice down five minutes today. Well, so, all, are oh, you, good, good, what are you good. looking for there? Are you looking because... You don't, you don't want to wear people out. Okay. That's what I get out of it. Because it, it's easy to do if you don't have, say, a, a big receiving core. You know, you don't want that group running too much during the week so then they get the game day and their legs are dead. You know what I mean? There are, so that's what I get out of it. They get other stuff out. They get how many, you know, times their heart beats and uh, you know, uh, uh, minute span after, and then when they're in the huddle, how many times they take a breath. I'm not sure what that stuff's for, you know, but what I get out of it is what are our. I don't want to wear out my people. That's interesting. So. I noticed it first uh, when Oregon State was playing at Cal a couple weeks ago. After the game, the equipment guy was going around and he was pulling these tags yeah. out of the back of the shoulder yeah. pads and i was yeah. like what are they doing and and then i thought well, I oh that they're hunting they're hunting uh snakes anacondas or those big old snakes down right now in the swamp with them too i heard they're putting them on the possums and the rats and they get <laughs> eaten they go to the gps they get the snake and they how, how would you like that job getting that gps oh clean those up would you bill you know <laughs> So so they they put them on the possum and then the possum gets eaten by an anaconda, correct? And then they just track the GPS and kill the snake. Exactly, because they have infestations oh. of the big snakes down there. They're trying to get rid of some. So, but That's how about incredible. that for a job? You know, I, I would think I would think if you put those vests on your players, that there would be a little accountability. If I'm wearing one, I know I can't dog it during practice. Like I know oh, I got to yeah, be they, running fast. They strut, you know. They're 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 out there like, you know, uh, foghorn, leghorn, you know, when they're going because they got the vest. And they, what I notice about them is they take their shirts off more, you know. They'll take their pads off immediately, you know. Oh, I'm a vest guy, <laughs> you know. So you know, it's all right. They're enjoying them. If it makes them play harder, let's do it. Bruce Barnum with us, Portland State coach. Uh, his team will be playing Saturday at Hillsborough Stadium against Idaho State. They are on a win streak, trying to defend their home field, knocking on wood where they are undefeated this season, knocking on wood again. Bruce Barnum's not going to buy you a beer on Saturday, but he's going to put a good product on the field. If you want to see a football game, take your kids to a football game, Hillsboro Stadium, 1 o'clock Saturday. You can get your seats and your tickets at GoVikes.com. Bruce Barnum, thank you. Keep it going. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for having us, John. I'll talk to you. There he goes.
What did we get, Stephen? Did it go over or under on the dump button? Went under for me. Uh, way under. I heard two. I heard two. That's what I had. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I should have okay. made it two and a half, I guess. I, but he had one early, and so I thought, ooh, he's going over. It was about halfway through the interview, and he had him, I feel like both were in. I thought, oh, man, this is, this could this could fly over. But he, uh, you know, nice comeback in the second it half. It was kind of like last night uh, on, the, uh, on the app we were talking about yesterday on the show, the underdog fantasy uh, lineup that we put together last night. I had taken Dak Prescott at under 22 completions he was at 21 completions when he threw that last pass towards the end zone right before they kicked the field goal and i thought here it goes he's going over and it's kind of like bruce barnum with uh, the profanity he had two early and i thought oh it's going over uh they will be playing on saturday again at hillsborough stadium at one o'clock i've been out to hillsborough stadium for games if it, it's a great like i'm gonna i'm gonna say something and i'm sure some people will be offended but i don't care if you have a young football fan in your household or somebody who is playing youth sports and you want to take your young athlete, your family out to a game and buy tickets and see a game very affordably and see a college football game, you can get in if you have a group for 10 bucks. $15 seats, $13.50 if you're a student, general public in at 15 bucks and go see a football game under the covered seating sections at Hillsborough Stadium and support this team and this product. And is a great, I, like I was going to say, it's a, it's a great place to, if you have a starter fan in your household, or hell, any fan at all. Because if, um, if you go to Autzen Stadium on Saturday, or if you go see a game in Corvallis, it becomes very easy for the price of tickets, the price of, you know, the emotional and the investment in driving uh, an hour and a half, two hours through traffic and finding a parking space, it can become a prohibitive event. So if you want to just go see a good college football game and a good team that's playing really well right now and a team that I think is going to win this weekend, I think Portland State's going to beat Idaho State at Hillsborough Stadium, uh, go check it out and uh, grab yourself some tickets and go root for the Vikings. I want you to leave it here. I love that interview with Bruce Barnum. We have him on every Tuesday in that segment, uh, Portland State football coach. Uh, thanks to Jake Dickert, Washington State coach, who joined us also earlier in the show today. Jonathan Smith, Oregon State, will be on tomorrow's show. He'll join us uh, tomorrow in the 5 o'clock hour. So once you hear from that, right in this uh, window just about. Uh, Bruce Barnum asked, I asked him about, you know, uh, Dan Landing's decision, more or less, uh, to kick uh, field goals or to go for it on fourth down. Bruce Barnum went for it on fourth down in his game against uh, against Northern Arizona last week. Here's what Barnum said when I asked him, uh, you know, does it matter when you got a Michael Penix Jr. on the other sideline when you're making those field goals don't Field goals don't win games. They don't win championships. If you want to win, you have to score touchdowns. Um, I learned that when we were average, you know. Um, because I think we're we have a decent team now. Um, no field goals aren't going to cut it. You know, you get three, they get seven. Then you like, well, everybody else counts. I count on my fingers to see how many were down. That becomes a mess. You know, then you have to you run out of hands. You can't hold your chart because you get down eight, and it's a show. So, um, no, it comes into play. If you want to win championships, you have to score touchdowns. Bruce Barnum.
Portland State coach. Would you? Does that change the thinking of anybody when it comes to Dan Lanning? I don't know if it's going to change because I kind of think people have their minds made up. But it was interesting for me to hear what he had to say there. Uh, Stephen, what do you make of that? Yeah, no, I I love the quote. I don't, I'm with you. I don't know if that it changes people's mindset on it, but. I think in general, I think he's right, especially in the college game. I think the NFL game is is different. Um, there's more scoring in the college game, so I think touchdowns don't necessarily win games, especially against these high-powered offenses. Like, you go up against Michael Penix Jr. or Bo Nix, you can't get getting field goals because that offense is too good on the other side. So I think if you ultimately want to win the big games, you got to get touchdowns you got to be good in the red zone. And we see what happens you know, with these teams that are average or, you know, even above average, maybe they're just not good in the red zone, and that's where they struggle. In the end of- we interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.